Good morning and welcome to HodgePodge this 14th day of April 2020. Today we're going to get an update from Becker County with Becker County Administrator Mike Brethorst and Becker County Board Chair Ben Grimsley, who I had the opportunity to speak with yesterday afternoon via telephone. And you're going to hear that complete interview next on HodgePodge this Tuesday morning. All right, I'm on the line today with uh, Becker County Administrator Mike Brethorst and Becker County Board Chairman Ben Grimsley, and we're going to talk uh, today about uh, things going on in the county. Of course, uh, lots of things going on, uh, new developments with the COVID-19 pandemic. Welcome to HodgePodge today, uh, Mike and Ben. Thank you. Nice to be with you, Kara. All right. Uh, so first off, let's talk a little bit about uh, now we're, we're entering into nearly a month of uh, this uh, COVID-19 stay-at-home uh, order by the governor. And looks like we have another month uh, to go on that at least. And uh, how, are, how are services being handled at the county, Mike? Well, the services are still, uh, we're still providing services. We're still open to the public. We're just doing it a little differently than we have in the past. So what that means is that we've uh, l- limited the access points in the courthouse to the main entrance uh, here at our courthouse. Um, and the reason we did that is because we want to control the amount of traffic coming into the building and, and potentially, uh, uh, potentially, you know, changing the way that people interact there. So we want to make sure that we're doing it safely and properly and meeting the social distancing requirements. Uh, we're also doing it by appointments. So if people want to talk to their county assessor or county auditor or DMV, they can do that. They just need to call in to coordinate an appointment to to meet with them, um, as well as to be some basic screening when you do come in the main door, you know, to make sure that you aren't inadvertently uh, bringing other people at risk here. All right. Um, Also, I know that we had folks in from the Becker County Environmental Services and the transfer station is still open, um, uh, change in hours, but uh, they're still accepting uh, people's uh, garbage and uh, uh, that service goes on as usual except uh, limited hours. And that's, that's, that's very correct. Uh, the reason we do that, again, it's, a, it's an essential service. We need to maintain the garbage collection here in our county and to sure, ensure that we have a safe and healthy environment. And so that's one of the reasons why the governor has declared um, you know, sanitation services as essential as one example. We're also running our recycling efforts. Um, even though we are at reduced capacity right now, uh, everybody's chipping in and doing their part to ensure that our recycling and sanitation is being processed. Um, and so it's, it's working well, a uh, little reduced capacity right now, but, again, it's working very well. Okay. Uh, also, how is uh, transit functioning, Becker County uh, Transit? Transit uh, continues to function, although they've seen, uh, you know, a decline in the in the demand for services. We're running at about uh, half of the capacity we did uh, in the past, and we're running two buses right now. And then the two buses that have been out, uh, we put away, and then we rotate two new buses. And then the two buses that were used get sterilized and wiped down um, and rested. And we actually have about five buses that we can take out. So those buses, uh, they go on a rotation. We're trying to keep things as clean and safe as possible for for everybody. But we realize people have to get around town, and and so we're still operating, Carol. 
All right, uh, so that's good to know. Uh, so uh, essentially services are up and running here in Beggar County. It's always good to call ahead uh, and arrange uh, appointments. And of course, with the transit, you always call in for a bus ride and, and the, the, the fee is the same, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, it is, and I think that summarizes things very well. And it's nice to get that over the airwaves too, because uh, you know we do have capacity to continue helping people. All right, uh, very good. I'm on the line today with Ben Grimsley, a Becker County Board Chairman, and also Mike Breathhorse, the Becker County Administrator, talking about uh, business at the county, uh, getting some updates on uh, some of the things going on uh, through the county. Uh, now, I think it was last week, or maybe the week before, uh, Mike, uh, some things happening, of course, uh, with the, the pandemic and other services, of course, veteran services. There's um, some assistance for them. Our veteran service office continues to be open, or, um, again, people need to call ahead for appointments? Yes. Uh, what you're referring to is there's a program through the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs uh, to help assist veterans that have received a uh, reduction in or an impact, negative impact, financial impact due to COVID-19. So there's $1,000 grants that can be awarded to individuals that have received, that have seen a direct reduction in their income. Um, so if an, so if a veteran is on a fixed income, uh, they wouldn't be eligible for that particular program. But if they say if they were unemployed because of COVID-19 or had a significant reduction in their uh, in their weekly income, they may become eligible for that. And Mary Lou and Lori and our veteran service office. They are actively working with our, our veteran population to ensure that they're aware of the program. Uh, the program, what we need people to do, though, is to please call ahead of time and to schedule an appointment with, uh, with Lori or Mary Lou, and they'll be able to happily uh, support you and help with those applications as they come in. Um, this program started last week. Uh, we have seen over 75 applications come through the door, is my understanding, as of today. Um, some of them may not have been eligible, but we are still working with the applicants to ensure that they are applying and that they do meet those thresholds. All right. Uh, Becker County Administrator Mike Breathhorse, also Becker County Board Chair Ben Grimsley on the line with me today, talking about uh, giving us an update uh, with Becker County uh, services and things going on uh, during this, uh, well, this springtime, also time of uh, pandemic and stay-at-home orders by the governor uh, makes for some uh, changes in, in services and just being able to communicate and contact uh, those people that you need to get in touch with. Uh, now, I just I want to turn to actually the pandemic uh, situation, and uh, we've, we were notified on Friday night that Becker County had its first uh, confirmed case of COVID-19 uh, by the Becker County Public Health, uh, Chris Bowsman. She was on uh, HodgePodge last month with us, in fact. Um, and now we have two cases as of today. Um, but as Chris had pointed out, you know, even though the cases may be low, they're, they're, the virus is out there uh, circulating. And um, the notification, of course, Becker County is in... Uh, contact with the Minnesota Department of Health and of course you guys are constantly meeting and talking with area leaders of hospitals and cities and schools too I understand yes Carol we are the city of Detroit Lakes is sponsoring a 
three times a week conference call with all of the uh, key stakeholders in the county that vary from the school, that vary to the uh, long-term care, to short-term care, to the hospitals, to the, uh, 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 the, the ministerial organizations, as well as the county. Um, and that conference call is really intended for us to make sure that we're not duplicating services and that we are working jointly to, uh, to meet these needs. Like, for example, today, we were talking about uh, personal protective equipment and ensuring that each department and organizational has the right amount of PPE, and then we at the county are attempting to consolidate those requests and submit them through our sheriff's office and up to the state to secure that. Um, the question that I think that you are asking about is, yes, we did receive notice that we do have our first two uh, persons that do have COVID-19 over a confirmed medical case. Um, it doesn't change the fact of the processes that we have in place right now. We're still very diligent about ensuring that the public is aware of best practices. Um, you know, if we are going to be doing things in the community that we need to be following the rules. Uh, Governor Walls was very particular about what he wants and suggested us to uh, maintain social distancing, the travel requirements, and making sure that we're doing the right thing and following those rules. Um, for example, here at the county, uh, we have a protective mask for our, for our frontline staff if they would choose to wear them. Uh, we're encouraging the, the public to, you know, to follow that same standard. Again, as what the uh, governor as well as the CDC and uh, Minnesota Department of Health has been recommending. Okay, uh, so it's good that, uh, that you've got the lines of communication open and you're meeting frequently with everybody, all the players. And, you know, I, I had a chance to sit in on one of the initial meetings uh, when this first kind of was coming down the pipe and, you know, to have all those people in the room. Now probably it's all video conferencing or teleconferencing, but uh, just to get the information and let everybody know what everybody's dealing with. And uh, that's uh, always good to have uh, the more communication, the better, I guess. Um, so it's good Becker County is a, a partner in that. Um, but we're going to continue our conversation with Mike Breathhorse, Becker County Administrator, and also Becker County Board Chair Ben Grimsley after a quick break. All right, welcome back to HodgePodge this Tuesday morning. And we're on the line today with Mike Breathhorst and Ben Grimsley uh, from Becker County. Ben is, of course, the uh, Becker County Board Chair. Mike is the Becker County Administrator. Uh, we're in interesting times these days. It's April. Uh, we've been under, I guess, uh, stay-at-home orders for the last month, and it looks like we may be uh, having another month of those orders as far as uh, businesses and uh, individuals. Um, Mike or Ben, can you feel the question about um, are there is there anything being done as far as uh, assisting with uh, businesses in the state or in our county in particular? Um, any additional um, relief measures or response the county is uh, handling with businesses or how they're being addressed? Yeah, good question, Carol. We are uh, rebating portions of uh, on-sale liquor licenses for people that have been affected by the shutdown, and we'll, we'll do that for as long as the shutdown uh, impacts the businesses. What we ask is that the businesses uh, contact us and request that because they, they might find the amount um, not worth it to fill out an application, but uh, we're standing by to help. The other thing is if a business has 
trouble paying their property taxes. Uh, we do have a, a typical hardship um, worksheet or form that you can fill out, and uh, we're going to try and work with uh, businesses uh, that are going to have trouble meeting that May deadline. Um, you know, and then we're open to other ideas in ways that we can be flexible and help uh, help assist the businesses. Okay. All right. Uh, so that's good to know. Um, some of the other things going on, of course, uh, I think it's probably one of the few um, departments affected is probably the highway department. Um, they may be affected a little bit, but uh, it seems that uh, construction projects for the summer are lining up um, and everything is pretty much moving forward with the highway department. We did uh, just bid out some some of our big jobs for this summer, and uh, I think we've got we had four responses, and we're able to award that project. I don't have the dollar amount in front of me, um, but as far as we know, that's gonna that's gonna go on without a hitch, you know. And it should be, you know, if, if there's contractors coming in from to the area, hopefully they'll be able to find accommodations. It will be a little different for them, and. On that point of uh, awarding bids, I did find out that the DNR bid out the Heartland Hick Trail construction project between Detroit Lakes and Acorn Lake, just south of Frazee, and um, or I suppose it might be north of Frazee, but that project is is ready to go this summer, and and the bids came in uh, under what the engineer had projected, so. Very excited about that. Uh, there's been a large group working on that for a long time, and I'm um, looking forward to seeing them break ground this summer. Right, right. So we'll see some dirt move this, this year anyway. Um, and I know that uh, I've sat in on a few meetings uh, with the uh, highway department, uh, the public works uh, building. Um, how are we doing on that? Are we going to see anything moving with that this summer or this fall? That remains to be seen. Um, I think there's mixed feelings among the board regarding how we should move forward with that and the price tag on that. Uh, we're still trying to sort that out, Carol. One other thing I wanted to mention, too, the, the county is partnering with the city on South Washington construction from Willow Street uh, in the Washington intersection down to the North Shore Drive in Washington intersection, and both of those will now host a uh, roundabout there. Uh, those intersections will. And uh, they're staging it where they want to get to work on a, a little side street, Forest Street, and then uh, an alleyway that runs behind the new Midtown development. They want to uh, break ground there early this year and then move into the intersection on Willow and Washington sometime after July 15th. Um, and once they've got that opened up, then they'll start to impact the actual stretch of Washington Avenue that, that would impact Sanford and some of the other various businesses along there. And then finally move into the second intersection at North Shore Drive in Washington um, sometime around Labor Day. And uh, so, you know, I'd encourage businesses to reach out to the city and the county. The city did host a number of meetings, and they weren't very well attended, but uh, we want to make sure that we're not impacting business owners after this very difficult spring. Uh, so 
feel free to reach out to me or, or city leaders about that. Okay, uh, very good. And uh, so what portion of the uh, project is the county going to cover or is online for? It, Carol, this is Mike here. The, the, uh, the county has an agreement with, the, with, with all cities in which we have state aid roads going through them or county Kassau state aid roads going through them. And generally speaking, uh, we would pay for the legs that, that, that are primarily the county road. So, for example, if there's a three-legged roundabout, well, the city would be responsible for that one for the one leg, and where the where the county would be responsible for the two legs, which is Highway 22 in this situation. Um, and so that's how that's generally broken out. Um, so it all depends on the formula and what type of road it is and how it's designed. But in this case, it's going to be roughly a third city and a two thirds cost to the county. Okay. We, we also got a million dollar grant from the state uh, to help us with that road. And, and that's part of the reason that, you know, we, we're going to do it this year and, and get that project done. Okay. And then uh, has the uh, other part of Westlake Drive, the area, I, I think it is, is it the one from uh, Legion to County Highway 6, has that been um, delayed another year? Well, Carol, that, that's in the planning process yet, and we're still trying to negotiate and coordinate some uh, right-of-way access as well as some historical preservation uh, regulations that we have to comply with. But our best guess, our, our, our stretch goal is to, is to be late this fall, but realistically it's going to be next spring uh, based upon the regulatory rules that we have to follow uh, and from what we're hearing. Uh, so the funding sources are still there to, to make this project become a reality, and uh, we're hoping to see this to come to fruition here uh, probably next spring is our best guess as of today. All right. And uh, also the, the airport should be in its final um, phase, um, if not completed this year. Is that correct? I know Ben ha has been involved with this for a little bit as a commissioner. The, the airport, the, go ahead. Yeah, the airport, uh, it's probably another year and a half out before okay. it's completed. Uh, we still have we still have a pretty large partnership yet with the city of Detroit Lakes. The city's been uh, and the county have been working very diligently to make sure that these projects are underway and and within budget. And as of today, uh, they're right in line. We were able to secure some additional funding uh, to help with some additional lighting at the airport. Um, as you if you drive around the airport, you see a lot of trees being moved already. Uh, the project is is well underway. Uh, they should I believe they're putting down some asphalt here. Uh, within the next two months, and so it's going to see some big changes over the next uh, 18 months here before this project is to a completion. But we're excited to see it move and uh, and the partnership that we have with the City of Detroit Lakes. All right, very good. I'm on the line today with Becker County Administrator Mike Brithorst and also Becker County Board Chairman Ben Grimsley. Uh, a couple other things. Um, the census 2020 has begun, and people should have received uh, some packets in the mail uh, to respond to the census. Um, have you have, do you have any update for us on that? Yes, the, the people should start seeing, uh, if they haven't already seen those letters in the mail. I know I have filled out my personal one already. Uh, it took me literally about three minutes using my cell phone uh, to be able to fill out that U.S. Census application. And, uh, and if people do need assistance, there will be door knockers that will be going around if you choose not to respond to the uh, to the mailed uh, brochures. Uh, we're going to be having some stickers and some informational packets coming out in the next couple of weeks here, and you're going to be seeing more and more uh, advertising about this and why it's important to do that. Mm -hmm. 
okay. in the coming weeks. Uh, very good. Uh, and also, uh, any other um, employment opportunities at the county? It's, it's, we hear about so, many, uh, so much unemployment right now, but are there some uh, job openings at the county right now? Yes, actually we do. Uh, we're looking for part-time bailiffs. Uh, we're looking for part-time correctional officers. Uh, an office manager we're looking for. Uh, we're also always looking for bus drivers. Uh, that's a standard thing for us here at the county. Transit dispatchers. Transit dispatchers as well. So we uh, we have a very robust website, uh, so people can go there and apply right online. Uh, so we're encouraging people to come join our come join the public force here. It's a great organization to be a part of. I think we're going to need a county attorney, assistant county attorney, at some point soon. Yeah, we uh, we also just posted. We will be posting here in the next week if we haven't done so already. And a dis and a and a deputy county attorney. Uh, we lost another one to become a judge. Ah. Uh, we we have uh, some history here at the county. I've been told is that we are a recruiting ground for judges. Uh, <laughs> we've had like seven of our deputy county attorneys become judges in the past uh, several years. So we're pretty. It's a it's a quite an honor when that happens. But it's always difficult to recruit from the county attorney to be able to to recruit and retain these uh, these. These deputy attorneys. Okay, yeah, very good. Uh, all right, well, if uh, there isn't anything more, I mean, there's a lot that. Yes, go if ahead, you, Ken. If you've got any time, I wanted to mention I am looking for an appointee from District 2, which is the City of Detroit Lakes, um, for the Planning and Zoning Committee. We also have a Recreational Advisory Committee. I'm looking for an appointee on that. I had one person move out of the area, the other person retired. I wanted to mention to seniors um, there's that there's the senior linkage line. If you're having any difficulty getting services or meals, please uh, contact them. The sheriff's office is uh, they'll provide uh, emergency delivery of medication to residents. Uh, Becker County uh, Public Health uh, wants people to um, quarantine themselves if they've been exposed or at high risk to. COVID, they'll help provide medication and, and we'll get you services. Uh, that's what we're here to do, to keep our citizens safe. Um, so uh, oh, the other thing is uh, monitor our website for, for updates, uh, please. Yeah, and you, you uh, did, uh, as of a couple weeks ago, posted uh, a COVID-19 virus button, and a click of the button takes you to all the local, state, and uh, federal information, too. So that's great. We, we also have over half of our workforce working from home right now. Uh, they've been very innovative. I want to thank our IT department, all the teamwork of our employees around here. They're doing a great job. Um, Becker County Human Services is largely working from home and uh, still taking care of the residents here. A big thanks to everybody making this work and keeping our doors open and our services available. Oh, yes. Oh, and one more thing, I think, since the last time we spoke, uh, the county and employees reached an agreement, so avoided a strike, too. Yes, that is, that is really uh, good news on behalf of everybody and, and our partners with our, with our union partners. Uh, as you probably heard us say, we have eight bargaining units here at the county, and we are well on our way to, to satisfy the remaining uh, three that are pending of our eight that we have. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Mike Breathhorse, uh, Becker County Administrator, and Ben Grimsley, Becker County Board Chair, uh, thanks for your time today, and I appreciate you uh, uh, helping out and uh, uh, dealing with all the telecommuting and <laughs> Zooming uh, that we were kind of throwing at you and uh, getting the word out anyway, uh, despite all that those 
hurdles that we have to get through these days. But I appreciate your time, and uh, thanks for uh, coming on HodgePodge.